Hey, Office Hours people, listeners, it's us. It's Ashton. It's David. We're back. It's yes. been a couple weeks, mm-hmm. but we've got some shit for you, right? Ooh, I like it. Just <laughs> like, you know, matter of factly, like just throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, your 1099s were due two weeks ago, so you're screwed. Yeah. So if you were, you know, if you're hoping to get ahead of without penalties, yeah, you done messed up. I have been in business for 11 years and I've never sent out more than three 1099s. So I consider myself very blessed. Look at you. I know, right? Hashtag Somehow blessed. I keep it down to a minimum. Bless up. I don't know how. And it's always the same three people. I feel like that must be nice because you have it basically on cruise control. You're like, yep, there it is. Yeah, I don't Two even clicks. like, I don't even, because it, it costs money to print 1099s, right? Yeah. Like you have to mm-hmm. pay someone or QuickBooks charges you. or I literally just like, open them in photoshop and type the names in because i only have three actually this year i had two so that's even more awesome the part that always gets me is that like you have to submit them to the irs and you have to have the official forms Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is like if you do like the quickbooks you pay them to submit them on your behalf like in digital format but if you want to do it without paying them an arm and a leg you can submit them like on your own yeah but then you have to go buy. Well, you can. You don't have to buy you them. Can you can have them. the IRS send them to you. Like, well, that's the thing. If you download them, those are only good for giving to your people. The government needs the official red ones, hmm. which I've, you can. Ma- they can mail them to you. Like, you can request them, and they'll send them to you. But that takes like I don't know how many weeks, whatever. Sure. And no one remembers to do these things on time. Like, it's always like, oh crap, I forgot. I got to do that. So you like I don't know I had, I had to go buy some this year really and they're they're re- very expensive pieces of paper at Office Depot yeah yeah my accountant takes care of that so I don't I don't worry about the that CEO. well my accountant is a nice guy super nice dude does wonders for me He's worth his weight in in diamonds is um, his name Ashton n- you, no actually <laughs> do you do this yourself. <laughs> <laughs> name's tony he's a nice dude um but he did he's like hey i could charge you to do this or you could just do it yourself for free and i'm like okay yeah so it's so you know, much better we'll talk so much better although i have a feeling this year i'm gonna get screwed because i've already done like i think i'm up to like four or five people that i will have to 1099 at the end of 2020 so this could be a banner year for me mm, look at that i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call tony tell him to oh, call tony he's a good dude <laughs> I always wonder how that is. Can you hire an accountant? Uh, this is me being really stupid. Can you hire an accountant from another state to handle your shit? Like, what if they don't know the New Jersey law? I feel like that makes it probably a little bit more complicated. Right? I Years ago, I used a woman in another state, and it didn't end well. Really? Yeah, and I don't remember why, really. Um, but I got a Jersey guy now. Oh, okay, see, there you go. Yeah. Keeping it, Keeping it in the state. Yeah, I feel like it should be that way. Yeah, well, you know, you have your network of people and, you know, they do, they they have their, what do you call it, uh, uh, level of expertise, their mastery, because they know all of your state and local laws. So right. that's generally pretty helpful. But yeah, pay your taxes. Because um, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably up. the, that's the worst thing. I don't, you know what, I'm going to go on a tangent because I think that's the one thing that nobody tells you i mean they say it mm-hmm. like oh make sure you pay your taxes make sure you get an account they're worth their weight in gold like you hear those things you're like oh yeah that's funny but like nobody tells you that when you go into business for yourself that there isn't like an astronomical cost tied to being the boss yeah magic air quotes or being like your own boss yeah because you got to pay all the crap that like 
you would normally pay, mm-hmm. right? So pay your taxes, right? Make sure we have schools and roads and sure. libraries and all that good stuff. But then you have to pay like the it's the employer tax. Like you would have to pay what your what your job job pays for you now that Correct. you don't even think about. Yeah, it's not all your so money. It's like a, yeah, <laughs> it's a lie. I mean, it adds up. I mean, it all adds up. But like you know, when you when you have that first talk with like your real deal accountant, like oh yeah, there's this this tax, and then you're paying this, your FICA, yada yada, and then oh, there's your employer tax. You're like, wait, what? My what? What? Yeah. There's a lot of money so, involved. The one that gets me is not not what I owe people. It's what I don't owe people. There's certain things in Jersey, that, like especially when it comes to sales tax, that you don't have to charge. Really? Sales tax. There's actually a, a sheet that the state of New Jersey puts out for photographers. And if you think that you can download it and understand it, uh, good luck. You're wrong. Yeah, it's written by the government. So um, it offers a little bit of help. But there are, there are, believe it or not, there are things that you don't have to charge sales tax for as a photographer in the state of New Jersey. There are also things that you don't have to pay tax on as a photographer in the state of New Jersey. Notice how I'm not going to tell you what any of those things are because I don't actually know if I do it correctly. You have no idea. I just where trust you what <laughs> other professionals, I'll use your magic air quotes, have told me. <laughs> The one that always got me was like, if you ever hand over like tangible things mm-hmm. that you have to charge sales tax Absolutely. on Absolutely. If you hand over a thumb drive with images. Sales tax. You got to yeah. add that. On. So yeah, there, so just like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I know I'm, people I'm not an accountant. Are, I'm not clear. If, I'm not like clear to say anything out loud other yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't listen to us for information, but listen mm-hmm. to us. Nope this should be a conversation that makes you want to go find out more. Yes. That's go, it. go ask a certified professional accountant in your state, in your state that knows your thing. That's it. More specific, like better if they know your corner of the industry, but like, you know, your state would be a good start. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Ask, ask away. There are, there are no dumb questions. That's true. Only tax evasion. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dumb questions, uh, <laughs> this is my segue into today's topic. That was a good uh, one. That was clean. No, no, no. I think uh, we've been chatting for the last couple of weeks about off the record, off off the podcast, I should say. We've been chatting back and forth about jobs that are coming in. And, and what you guys need to understand is that Ashton and I talk to each other outside of the podcast. We actually bounce ideas off each other and we call each other when we're doing bids or you know trying to figure out if we're like anywhere in the right direction or we just, you know, it's nice to have someone to kick ideas off of and, and whatnot. So we do that all the time. And, and often we find ourselves laughing about the exact same thing. Somebody will say like, well, I got this email with a stupid question. I don't know what to do with it. And, and I say, oh, I just got one of those the other day. And we laugh about it. And then somehow it, somehow it gets done, hopefully. Or you maybe you just don't reply to those emails. I don't know. <laughs> but, but it led into a bigger topic, which is, you know, the 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 whole landing a job thing in this commercial uh, realm, um, you know, we've talked about this in the past. That, that the commercial world of photography can be anything from the the you know pizza shop down the street needing pictures of their food to uh, you know a giant pharmaceutical company wanting you to take pictures of Advil or whatever the hell they, they sell. And so, um, and there's a lot of space in between there, obviously, and the, the, the pricing and the money and the estimates and all that uh, follow that same ginormous range. And so we we're just kind of chatting about like, w- what goes into that? And how do you, more importantly, how do you treat your customer 
or your client? How do you get the information that you need out of them to make those bids? And that, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to talk about it. We can actually just dive into the actual conversation. So, Yeah, um, <laughs> all of that. All that. I don't know. I, I think I was talking to someone about how we, you know, in a given month, we'll go through a, you know, a bunch of leads. Like these are cold leads that come through your inbox or your like contact. These are me people form. reaching out to you, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, this Got is just, yeah. And so, you know, I'm lucky enough to get a handful of those every month that are like, you know, saw your site or got it from so-and-so or whatever. And they kind of start throwing out stuff, you know, it's like they're looking for help. They, they need, they need something done and they want to get the process or at least get the, you know, things started. So they want to see what it's going to run them, which is, that's a, that's great. I'll take all those, yeah. Give, shoot them my way. Oh yeah. I think my frustration point, which is where our conversation came in was like, when you have these leads that come in and the, the question is so vague that it makes it very hard for a good starting or a good like ramping off point other than I'm, I'm going to need more information. Yeah. You know, like, and I don't know, I think, I think of it, I think of it in both respect to my time, but respect to the other person's time too. Like, you know, generally if you're reaching out, like you have a timetable, it's probably condensed or compressed. Like you don't have a lot of time to go about getting the numbers figured out so you can start pitching it to your client or deciding internally with your team or whatever it might be, you know, looking at your, your marketing budget for your business, whatever, whoever it is. And so I think, you know, it always frustrates me when it's like, okay, I think like for an example, it's like, Hey, Ashton, I want to do a photo shoot. What would it cost me? Well, I'm, I have no idea what you want to do. Like, right. What is it for? When do you want to do it? How do you like, do you, what are you trying to capture? Like, I don't know. There, there are just a bunch of questions that I have to come back with, sure. which I think elongates the process, which I'm happy to do. But I also always wonder, like, eh, I would love to be more efficient with their time and quite frankly, my Your time. time. Yeah. Do you want to go down this rabbit hole of asking questions when there right. isn't enough budget to satisfy your life? Well, and I mean, it's, it's, it's like, you know, is the lit, like I can, like, we've talked about this before, you know, Hey David, I want to build a baseball park mm -hmm. or a baseball diamond. You go, okay, great. Do you want to build a local, you know, a local park, like where we have a baseball diamond or do you want to build, you know, Met stadium? Right. City field for all of you in New York, C by the way. Yeah. City field. Ashton's from Georgia. So <laughs> yeah, we, we, what is our call? It's, our, ours is called truest park. Now we've, we've changed. Where so, do you play sports ball? Where do you play sports ball? What kind of sports ball park do you want? Do you want a local sports ball park or do you want a big one? Um, but like, the, you know, they're both, at the end of the day, they're both baseball diamonds. Yes. They both have the bases. They both have a pitcher's mound. Like, but those are very different in scope and scale and levels and niceties and all those types of things. Yeah. So like, same question I think goes for this. It's like, okay, well, what are you inquiring about? Like, mm -hmm. what are you trying to accomplish? Who is it for? What does it entail? And then I can, and what are your expectations to give to your client or create for your whatever, like whatever the need is. Yeah. Because if I can understand that, then I can definitely build a number. Sure. But it, it, it very much depends. There's so a, there's a lot I, of I variables. Know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't ever, um, I, I try very, very hard to, to not push any lead that comes my way out. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and this is where I think your story comes in and, I, you know, it's just a great example of why you shouldn't. 
uh, why you shouldn't push any lead away and why you should always answer your phone. But I think it's it's one of those where, you know, out of a hundred out of a hundred of those inquiries, you know, only one needs to to say yes for it to be worth the time to do it. But I do think that if you're a person that is on the other end of this, if you need the, the photo help or you need a, a creative person to help you, then I think that it probably would be smart to think through a handful of those questions to throw into that initial outreach yeah. so that it's far the reply that you get back is more worth your time yeah see it's funny i tend because we all get these emails you know how much for a photo shoot in new jersey it says something like that and you're like well, I don't, fuck i don't know what are we shooting people places things but uh, you know i i like i know me personally i suck at emailing like that i don't like to do it i don't want to do it and so i usually tend to go straight for a phone call like let me hear your voice i can tell really quickly where you're at in life based on a, a, a four minute phone call a lot of the time i get on the phone i'm like hey just need to you know a couple questions and literally within like a minute and a half i'm like cool that's all i needed and they're like oh wow really and it's like yeah well that would have taken three hours of emailing back and forth you know, or me sending this giant questionnaire over, like, please answer all this shit. Like, nobody wants to be bothered with that. Get on the phone with me. Let's pound this out, and I'll send you an estimate tonight, no doubt. And so, you know, that's I, – I don't even need a ton of information up front. The problem is that what you get into is there's um, there's a million different ways to do a photo shoot, which is what you were just saying, obviously, you know. And so I don't know. Like, I know some guys who, like – don't do photo shoots without stylists and hair and makeup. They will not shoot people without those things. And then I know people who have never, ever, ever used a stylist or a makeup artist. Right? So I don't know. Like, where does your photo shoot fit in there? I'm kind of one of those guys who will do either or, depending on the shoot. You know, like, you need something low budget and run and gun and whatever, and this is all you got? Yeah, let's let's make it happen. I got time and, you know, let's do it. And then there's other ones where it's like, shit, like, we really need all this to be in place because... There's so much to get done that, you know, it's that high profile or whatever that we, we need to have those things. And sometimes they have the budget for it. Sometimes they don't. And that's the thing is like figuring out where their budget lies so that you can give them the best possible scenario. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I 100% agree. I think, you know, I don't know if, if, if you say, hey, I want to do a photo shoot. Okay. Great. Like. I don't, I, I just, I think for, for, for when I look at that question, I go, that's, that's a lot of things to a lot of, that's a, means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Right. right? Um, and I keep going back to this baseball metaphor, right? If you want to, if you are, you know, if you sit at a fortune 500 or, you know, a blue chip company and you want to make content for an advertising campaign, like of which you needed to be of this caliber of that style of that, whatever, well then that would entail, I would probably need some more help on my side. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I love to think that I can do a lot of things, but you know, not everything. Right. Um, so I might need some help. I might need a team. I might need, you know, more time to help cut out the ideas with, you know, you and your team. So all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes it's not sometimes like, Hey, I just need a quick, you know, a quick thing. We're going to bang out a couple stuff in a day. Great. I can do that too. But it helps to know what that, what that expectation is. Right. Right. Because if you say, Hey, I want to do, you know, Hi, Ash, and I want to do photos of our of five different recipes that we have on our menu for our restaurant. Okay, well, or for a restaurant. You know, it's like, okay, well, I don't know this. Like, is this a mom and pop restaurant? Is this a large, you know, 
national restaurant because I've done work for both sizes. Yeah. And those are very different expectations and generally very different budgets. Happy to work with either or. Right. Just, you know, give me some details. Shine a light there. So what do you do? Because, uh, you know, obviously as as the recipient of said email, you and I can bitch for nine hours about how we just wish they would ask the right questions, right? But that's never going to happen because that's not their fucking job. That's not their job to know what they want. Their job is to call you and have you tell them. So how do you go about soliciting the information that you need from a very lackluster email? I'm a big fan of, um, you know, I'll, I'll do some research. I'll do a quick Google search of your email address. You know, I'll see where, like, if you're with so-and-so marketing, I'll, I'll look up what that looks like. I'll try to see what your roster of clients is to better understand maybe like who you might be asking for Mm -hmm. or on behalf of, um, you know, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'm a big fan of the phone too. You know, you mentioned getting, hopping on the phone. I'm a huge fan of hopping on the phone. I can solve a lot of problems in very small amount of time yeah. just by talking it through, um, you know, and I think that can help very quickly clear up any kind of thoughts I have in my head about what we're, what we need to build here to, you know, satisfy the, the, the brief. Sure. Um, so I, I think, you know, quick searches and like what, what, where are you coming from? What might you be asking for? What are my context clues? And then, you know, I have a, a, a pretty, I mean, it's a boilerplate. It's something that I've used many, many times uh, in the past. It's, it's, you know, a set of who are we creating this for? What are we trying to communicate? And I, I mean, I'll, and I'll make the bullet, qu- bullet list of questions. Sure. Like, I have no problem sending it out um, because it's, it's for me to understand better what you need me to do. And I think that managing that expectation is kind of, you know, a big part of what we do as photographers. Mm-hmm. It's having to understand, okay, well, you know, y- you wanted a person holding a cup right versus like in that that could mean you know we were in a fully style a model with hair and makeup right. and location and all that or it could just be like no 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 we're gonna go pop off in a park real quick we're gonna set up a light do a couple things great we're all good to go right so i, I don't know i think trying to do a couple of those things on my on my end to kind of understand where the request is coming from and better size up the expectation in my mind helps i think um and I mean, look, I, I, I say all this to the person on the other side of it. You know, you said it's not it's not their it's not their job to know what they want. Right. I Maybe. agree to a certain Maybe. I, I, Depends I agree on to what a certain your job extent. Is. <laughs> I agree to if a you're certain extent. You're a goddamn extent, art like, director, you better know what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, but but I do think that like as a as a sign of respect for your time. Mm-hmm business owner, marketing person, art director, whoever you are, right? Whoever's emailing me. Yeah. You know, this is this is out of respect for your time. You have a million things you're probably trying to juggle, including this project that you have that you're trying to tee up. So if you can give me as much information as you can on the front end, I can make that email as plumped up and satisfying with information back to help you make a decision. Totally. Totally. Um, and I think that's kind of my, that's where I'm coming at. It's not from a, oh, make my life easier so I have to do fewer right. of these emails. It's like, I don't care. I mean, I can, I can do this all day. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. It's how can I make sure that you have everything you need to make the most informed decision to move forward? Yeah. You know, because like, I'm sure you're going to reach out to more than just me. You might reach out to five oh, different photographers. You might reach out to a hundred. It might be a cattle call. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. I think the way I think about it is I would much rather be the right fit 
for a project than a fit. Right. Magic air quotes. Yeah. For yeah. A project. Hundred percent. I think it's funny because the the whole idea of um, you know, are you the right guy for the job? You know, is that based on price or is that based on style or is that you know what what is the what are the circumstances that 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 you are the right guy for the job? And so, um, you know. What I like to do a lot of on that quick phone call is, hey, listen, there's, you know, I, I'll come right out and say, hey, the, first of all, within the first five minutes, I can tell exactly who you are and what you want because I've just been doing it for too long now, right? But that being said, I'm going to come out and I'm going to say, listen, I can be as involved or as, you know, not involved as you want me to be. So let me do this because you, you know, clearly you're not really sure what you're looking for. So let me give you an estimate with, every single line item that I think you could possibly use on this shoot. And then we can start to take away from that and get to a point where you're comfortable. Now, the one thing that's not going to change on that or is not going to change a lot is my creative fee. This is what it costs for me to come out and do this type of job. Now, granted, if it's for a little mom and pop pizza shop, yes, it's go I'm going to scale for that. If it's for big pharma, I'm, you know, yes, I'm going to scale for that, obviously. So, but but I have a formula for that. So my creative feed doesn't change. Like, can you afford a stylist? Or maybe you're going to handle the styling on your own. Cool. You want to handle it on your own? I'm totally fine with that. Right? I will do that shoot. But understand that I'm not going shopping for clothes then. And I'm not going to make sure that your person is being fit. You know, that that's something that you've decided to take on. And, and again, totally fine with that but i'm just going to make all of this really well known up front because the last thing i want as a as a photographer or as the guy who's running the shoot is that at the end of the day they're like well we didn't get through all that shit because you know you didn't bring enough help with you okay well that's why i talked to you so many times up front we had so many phone calls and so many emails passed where i said this is your responsibility you know i've, I've done headshot sessions for companies where they've nixed the hair and makeup and then during the shoot they go well you'll fix all that right no, that's extra retouching. Like, you know, you, you didn't want hair and makeup, so people are going to be shiny. That's just what happens. And I'm going to do my best to retouch it, but like that's above and beyond the retouching that we initially discussed because mm -hmm. you don't have those things in place. Maybe, you know, like everything's, it's, everything's it's with a maybe. keeping things in line. <laughs> no, well, it's keeping things in line. It, it, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to, I'm going to die it. on Here this baseball go. metaphor because <laughs> it's like, hey, look, if you want a jumbotron, Jumbotrons cost a certain amount of money to, to build and create mm -hmm. and all have there, right? Like, if you don't want that, if you can't afford that, then we can't have it. Like, that's okay. You can yeah. still get the baseball diamond and the, the shape and the clay and like the bases yeah. and all that good stuff. But like, you know, those there are certain parts of that of that build that you know, if you want that, that's an add-on, right? So I think of it the same way. But like, if you have an idea of what it what you want it to look like, if you run the marketing for a national brand, international brand, whatever, and you need it to look polished and professional and i would recommend having x y and z stylist makeup whatever if you want to forego that that's fine here's what you're going to concede and i'll do my best to i mean i'm like i'm still going to create wonderful things because right. that's what i do i can guarantee that result but the expectation has to be that there might be some of the things that, that are you know i can't do some of this without having the person there to do that art mm-hmm that's also you're also uh, under the uh, impression that the person that you're talking to will understand the difference between understand what the what the difference in the end product will be between having and not having because when you start talking about things like stylus and don't get me wrong I could not do 
the jobs that I do without having stylish or something like that. But it's one of those 5% things. People can yeah. show up dressed and look really good. A stylist is going to add, you know, a, a, a touch of greatness on top of that. And it's going to look that much better. Some mm -hmm. clients will look at that and go, I don't see that as being worth the money spent. Right. Like I don't, I don't see that like by spending $3,000 to have someone go buy wardrobe and pin it onto somebody, I don't see how that's going to make my shoot that much better. The fact of the matter is it may not. And I think you as the showrunner need to be able to understand when and where and how, not just like, oh, well, when I come out, I roll with a team of 10 people deep. And that's the only way I do this. Yeah, I mean, I think that for where where I sit in the marketplace, I think it's exactly that. It's understand yeah. like when I when I get on a phone call with somebody, I can hear what they're describing. I can understand what they're trying to work with. And from there, I can make the best recommendation. It's, 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 for lack of a better phrasing, it's like sizing someone up. Mm -hmm. You can understand what their sensitivities are on budget and spend. And I think, you know, that's part of our customer service aspect of what we do as artists and photographers. You have to be kind of conscious to that. Yeah. You can't be, you know, I mean, because I think there are some people that in our industry that, that are at that, that particular segue of the market where it's, you know, a so-and-so shoot always has these 10 people and these five bullet points, right? You have to have these or else it's not the thing. Yep. And that's fine. I have nothing. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. I think for, for the rest of us, you know, like I, I try to think that, you know, my, my goal is to create solutions for clients. And so it's, Hey, I want to do this thing. I want to, I want you to shoot this thing for me and I'll come with the best solution for what you're willing to spend, what you're able to spend. And I'll give you the best damn thing you can, you can afford. Um, knowing that some of these things are, you know, not adjustable, right? So it's the creative rates. Um, you know, it's, it's things like that, that I can't, I won't waver on because those, those are the hard costs to, to do the thing. Right. That's what it costs for you to make a living. Right. And so I, I don't know, I think, yes, to your point, it's, it's kind of understanding what those sensitivities are for that particular client and knowing, you know, where you might not, where you might dial back some stuff. I think the other thing I've told people in the past when it's like, hey, that's a, that, you know, that number may be a little bit high for us. Like, is there any way that we can work that down? Absolutely. We can come, we can do fewer things. Totally. We can pare down the list. Like, it's like, hey, I want to buy a house. Okay. Well, it, and it's too expensive. Well, then let's take the three car garage down to a two car. You don't get as much go. property. You don't, yeah, you start cutting. Yeah, you things. size down the land a little bit, or maybe we build us. We build the, that second edition is a little bit smaller. Or it's not as big, or we don't. We don't do it at all, right? right? There's ways to get around that, and there's ways to do that where you can kind of you can come up with something that a fits the bill and b still looks fantastic and does all those things. But you have to. I think the other part of it is, you know, to kind of get us into this whole conversation. It's like if you're that person on the other side of the fence that's kind of like figuring out what you need to build for your client or your business or whatever. And you're going to ask a photographer or an artist to help you with that. Mm -hmm. Then it's it's kind of understanding in the back of your head, having at least an idea of like what that might mean for you. Mm -hmm. So hi David, I work for so and so, or I represent so and so brand, and we're looking to create a thing for this thing, an X for Z, you know, an X for Y. Right. We imagine it would look something like this. Blah 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 blah. From that, you you already know in the back of your head, like okay, this is great. This is great background. And you might want to jump on the phone still to like kind of hammer through some of the finer points. But at this point, you have an understanding of what what that person's asking for. Right. And I think that, you know, my, my call to action 
you know, my, my thing that my whole soapbox for this whole topic is if you're that person that's reaching out to a David Patino, this is, this is to make it more advantageous for your time. Right. You know, if you're going to write the email out, let's like, let's write the email out and I'll, you know, then that way I can give you a real, real good response, a really healthy, weighty stuff to think about things to mull over questions to ask your client or your internal team or whatever that'll help you get closer to the goal yeah even if it's not with me right right right. you know like i think that's the other part like there are certain instances where like i'll i'll throw these questions out and you know i've had people go oh well yeah that might not be within our within our budget or that might not be you know our game to play today for this particular project and that's okay Mm mm-hmm like, but now you know. Now you can ask those questions for when you go talk to somebody else. Yeah, I, I personally think the worst thing you can do, and I know I can say this because I've having done it. <laughs> the worst thing you can do is like get in with a quote so they sign on, and then everything they ask for is an add-on after the fact. That's the last place in the world you want to be, right? Where you where you go in and you're like, hey, here's my estimate. It includes my creative fee and my retouching fee, and my assistant fee, and uh, you know, lunch for everybody. Right. And then they're like, oh, cool. So, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to need hair and makeup. Right. And you're like, oh, so that's another thousand dollars. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, and, uh, you know, we'll probably need some props for the table. Right. And you're like, well, that's another $500. And, you know, and then all of a sudden you become what was, what was your really good deal of a photo shoot falls apart real quickly. And people start to hate you for that because they feel like, you cheated them. It feels like a bait and switch all of a sudden where they, you know, you got them in for a good rate and now you're going to bang them on all this other stuff. Even if you weren't trying to do that. It's also the other way around too, right? Like, Hey, I need a photo shoot for social media to do this. And so like, all right, yeah, we're going to have a props budget to make sure we have all the things. And like, if you want models in there, we're going to make sure we cost out the talent. And so you start building this thing like, okay, here are all the stuff. Oh, wait a minute. No, this is too much. Yeah. Because we have all the props in hand or, you know, we were going to do this part of it. So I think Mm -hmm. it goes both ways, you know, and I think uh, having that kind of clear expectation on the get go or at least kind of hammering it out on the phone, whatever, whatever that first step is, that first communication is, it really helps me understand like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm going to build the best bid that I can to do the best job per what you're asking for, knowing what you're willing to put into it and what you're, what you need me to handle. Yeah. And that way there's, you know, it's a good balance of like avoiding the bait and switch and avoiding the sticker shock somewhere in that, that middle ground I'm using my hands right now. So it's like (laughs) somewhere in that sweet spot of like, this is a, this is exactly what we asked for, what we're looking to have done. And this guy brought us the right number. Yeah. That seems, that seems reasonable. Let's go move forward. And for me, that's the phone call, right? I can give you an estimate or I could write you a big boring email, but like literally with 30 seconds on the phone, I can... I can understand where we're going to be and like what you kind of need. And, and we can ask the question of like, Oh, what about, you know, like, Oh, oh, so you have all the props. Cool. Great. Like it's literally what that took two seconds to say, Oh, you have all the props. Great. Well, and I'll say this. I'll, I've never and will never give a full bid, like a project bid sign on the dotted line, please. Let's get this done. Like get this work done together. I'll never do that without ever talking to you first period. Mm. It's, it's, I I can't, I can't not talk to you. Yeah. Now, what I can answer over email are, you know, what I, and I have before in the past are smaller jobs where it's like, Hey, you know, can we just knock out a couple of, you know, can we knock out a couple headshots for our team? Absolutely. Day rates this. Sure. You know, we streamline that process. We can do that. Or, Hey, do you mind banging up a few photos for that? Absolutely. Here's a number, you know, but like, I know the, I know what they want. That's the first thing. It's like, Hey, I've, 
you've teed up like, here's what I need. I need 10 pictures of this on top of that. Plus with this, right? What would that cost me? Oh, okay. Well, I can, I can help you with that. Yeah. Um, so, but I've never, I've never created an actual project bid with like all the things without having the conversation first. Yeah, no way. And that, you know what? There's all those sites like, uh, you just said one right before we started rolling. Thumbtack, right? All that kind of, all those kinds of sites. And there are some geared towards like product photography and that kind of shit where it's like, they spell it out. They put the money in escrow. You do the shoot. You return low res. They pay you out. You return high res. Wherever, however the hell it works. I've actually never used one, but I know a lot of people who have used them. And like, the idea of it seems really cool to me. Like, oh my god, they give you all the info. They also give you their budget, and you decide whether you want to do it or not. Now, I can tell you this with such honesty: every single person I know that has done one of these jobs has gotten somehow slightly screwed on the back end because. The client has come back and said, oh, why don't you just add in another three shots too? But the problem is that money's in escrow and it's, you know, there is no bumping the budget on it. And But everybody's looking to just kind of get a little bit more out of it, right? That happens all the time. It happens on every single job that we've ever done, right? Somebody goes, oh, can you just take a quick picture of me? I need a headshot. And you're like, we're not even shooting people today. But okay, I guess so. Like, why, you know, depending on, yeah, why not? depending on the client. But there is no my, my point is that there is no good way not even with a website that has it kind of locked down into uh you know a, a format that that works i still think there are it's just the nature of the business there are going to be things that come up there are going to be questions there are going to be add-ons there are going to be deletions i was on a shoot last week we were literally at like three o'clock in the afternoon they were like let's pull these shots and i was like no no no, we can totally do them they were like, oh, I don't know if we're going to have time. I was like, no, 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 don't, don't start pulling shit yet. Because if we pull and we move on, we're never coming back to it. And I still think we can do it. So let's try to do it. You know, that's just like one of those things. That's, that's the nature of the business. It is going to roll. You're going to have to learn to roll with whatever's happening. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm the key demo for a task, like a, a thumbtack type of task rabbity type thing. Right. I, I can see the, I can see the utility and I can see the, the benefit in it for for the other side of the fence and maybe for maybe the for shooters if you you know you have a day where you're not doing anything in studio and you can pick up a couple of shots and make some money that's great totally I I I, I try to avoid those for exactly the same reason that you just mentioned it's the it's the the you know the change the ad or I'm sorry it's for the change order things that happen in the midst of the project yeah because i've never to your point i've never been in a project where that hasn't happened and i i like to be able to to solve that in person sometimes it is very much like, yeah absolutely we'll knock that out or sometimes you do have to kind of like say no well that's going to be a different thing that's a change that's a scope change like we're so i think it's being able to i don't know having that interaction in person usually helps you know take any kind of tension out of that because i feel like if it's if it was purely through like digital means only that could be a very very destructive relationship very quickly it could be yeah i i think i mean i know me personally i thrive on the personal interaction agreed okay and yeah i know for a fact that you do too and that's i think that's why we both are like oh let's just talk real quick and you know and i'll feel much better about everything that's happening 
um, it sets me at ease. And you know, and and I know other people who like refuse to get on the phone. They will simply pass emails, large, long, lengthy emails back and forth, because they want to make sure that everything's in writing. And they want, you know, what I mean, like, but. Sorry, I can tell a lot from the sound of your voice. I can tell where you're going, where you want to be. Are you frustrated? Are you happy? You know, and and that to me is that's a lot of it. That's a lot of the gig is like um, reading the client and being able to understand what they're going to want and provide it in a way that works and that makes everybody money. Because sorry, it's commercial photography. We're all in this to make some cool money in the end. You know, we got bills to pay. We got you know they want to sell product. We want to sell pictures like I understand. And I, I think I don't know. I I, I again, I, I, I would much rather be the right fit for a job than a fit for a yes. job. Yeah. You know, and because I think I don't know, I've been at this long enough to have been in the un, the, the terrible scenario where like a client's expectations have not aligned with your with your delivery or whatever. Where like you know the the management of those expectations haven't been done properly, and there are people that are displeased, right? Yeah. Like you're trying your best, you're trying to make them the the thing that they want, and you can't seem to get it. You know that kind of that that struggle, and that is the worst feeling, period. Right? Oh, like, yeah. I, and for for both sides, because you know at that point the client might be frustrated, you're feeling frustrated, you don't know how to like solve the problem, or you're trying all these solutions and they're not they're falling flat. And like I don't want that to happen. And so I would always like like again, it's like I would much rather you be in the 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 hands of a person that you very much trust and understand. And that's you know, and that comes with the the relationship building of the conversation, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, do you understand what I do? Do you see how I do it? Are you okay with how I do that? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. F- super funny. So I was down on a job uh whatever a couple weeks ago with a a designer at a jersey and we were in dallas shooting this this building and he flat out said to the client who was there i i don't want the one-off i want to build a relationship with people and foster their idea through design so he said in a nutshell and i thought to myself i was like 10 feet away taking pictures and i thought to myself i want that that's what I want. That's it. what he said is how I've tried to structure my business. I've just never been able to put it into words, but that's it. I don't want, I mean, like, yes, I'll do the one-off obviously, and I don't mind doing it, but like what I really want, no, I want to get in bed with you and learn what makes your company tick so I can build you the most beautiful fucking photo you've ever seen that sells your product and makes everybody happy. It's very well-spoken. I'm going to put Absolutely. it on like a no, plaque. Well, and I think that that's, I mean, that's, you know, b- being my past from agency world, having the same clients for a very long time, like that is, that's my charge as well. It's the mm-hmm. idea that like, you know, yeah, I, I'm a good, I'm a good day worker. I can come in and do the job and, you know, get you squared away. But where I find my greatest success and where I find that I enjoy the process the most, right? Because it's process over product. That's my whole yeah. mantra, right? Like you got to love what you do more than what you, what you made is, you know, is working with those clients to bring them to their goals. Like, cause you know, they come into these jobs if you're like, you know, if you're working with marketing directors or agency folks or even small independent news or independent uh, business owners, it's like you have goals that you want to accomplish with the things that you're asking me to make. And I'm in there with the trenches with you. I want, yeah. I want you to, I want you to get on top of that mountain. I want you to be able to scream victory. So like, 
if you can, if I can be embedded in your business, understand it, know it inside and out, and and know what's going to work to help you excel, then mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. It makes me feel fulfilled, and I'm going to enjoy the hell out of making your work. Yeah, you know, and I think that is the bigger win, right? Mm-hmm. And totally. On, and on top of that, like I get to make a little bit of money because I'm doing what I love. So it's like that's right. that's where it all kind of that's the intersection where they all meet. Yeah. There was there was a time period there I know in my life and I still see it a lot um, where everybody's trying to be everything right like client like you're on the shoot taking headshots and the client's like man we could really use a video and you're like oh yeah I could totally do that too and then they're like oh we've got this like email blast and you're like oh well, we do graphic design like and all of a sudden you're like you became like a weird agency that does everything in two minutes and. I still see it a lot. I see a lot of people doing it and there's a market for it and I can't knock it because, you know, there's there's a, there's people who need it, people who want it. But I know personally, I wasted a lot of my professional time for a few years there trying to be that, trying to be the guy that could give you everything that you wanted instead of being like, you know what? Let me give you the name of a guy who can do that because the fact of the matter is I was always afraid of losing the work, right? Everybody's afraid of losing the work, sending it out somewhere. The fact of the matter is I've learned that the clients who I have that are long-term clients of mine went, had somebody do that work, and then came back to me the next time they needed something, right? They, they, they trusted me enough to do stuff and or give them recommendations and so much that they were like, well, you know what? Let's, let's go back there because... He did a great job on that, and then he gave us a great recommendation on that, so let's check with him and see what he's got for this next thing. And I have no problem being like, oh, wow, that's, you know, I don't do as much video as I used to um, for this very reason, but there are still clients that I do it for. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Let's bang that out. We can definitely make a great product out of that. And I know for other videos or other videos that people come to me, they're, you know, they just want like a guy with a camera. And I don't do that very well. So, hey, let me give you a guy with a camera. Mm -hmm. And I know that they're going to come back to me next time around. They're not going to leave me because that guy also shoots headshots or whatever the hell it may be. Right. You know, I think right. that's, I'm comfortable enough with myself and what I can offer that I feel better about that. And that kind of, that idea of um, that's how you hang on to clients long-term, right? I mean, because the, 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 the next big question is, okay, after I've landed your job, how do I get you to keep coming back to me? I think being a good person to people, yeah. <laughs> right, and tra- treating them well, and you know, not just giving them a great product and and being a nice guy, but like just being good human beings, right? Who was it, uh, Dan Almasy? We talked about this when, you know, just be a good human being. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. It's going to go a really long way in this business. And quite frankly, if that client does go somewhere else, it's probably not the right client for you. Right. Let it go. Don't waste the time on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of it exactly that way. It's it's you know, I focus very much on the experience of working with me versus purely on the product. Right. Um, you know, and I and I'm I'm solutions based, right? Like I provide solutions to problems. You know, and so and that just happens to be with photos sometimes, right? right? Like I think that's kind of the way I handle it because at the, it, to your point, like you, you, they haven't. They're trying to be successful in their role. They're trying to be successful for their company. They're trying to do something. And, you know, they've come to you with the question, how can I do this? And so sometimes it's me doing the thing, like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, but other times it's not. Maybe sometimes I have to refer it out if it's a, it's a design problem or, you know, that, those are things that, you know, I think that you keep clients like that because you give them the recommendation of knowing that, you know what, I could do this 
and it would be a terrible representation of what your brand really truly deserves. Yeah. Or I can give you the very best person I know that will do a bang up job of this. And I feel confident enough that like I put you in good hands because I value our relationship and I knew that I wasn't the best for that particular oh. job. Like, I don't know. I, and I think that that's how I managed to to keep clients for, for as long as I have, which is a miracle to me that they still like me. And I'm, I'm so super thankful of that. But I think it's because at the end of the day, like I know what my swim lane is and I know where I can do my best work and I'm able to provide solutions when it might not be, yeah. you know, um, because I mean, at the end of the day, like you wouldn't want to put that person, if they're your friend, if you care about what they do in their business and you want them to be successful, you wouldn't put them in an, a situation in which they didn't get the best thing to do that. True. Right. True. You know, cause then it's like, oh, well, you know, I really like David, but he really scorched me on this last one. It wasn't that good. Like yeah. I didn't like what I got. And it's like, okay, well then that's not taking care of the client, yeah. right? That's you just trying to do the work, you know? And I would much rather lose, like I would much rather lose a $5,000 video job or whatever, X amount mm -hmm. of money, but keep a long-term client sure. to continue doing their work and being in the trenches with them and helping come up with solutions to their creative problems. You know, like I, I would much rather keep that. That's a much more important thing yeah. to me. Because if you look at it dollars to dollars, like that's well, a long term worth more money. <laughs> that's long term. That's long term revenue. Yeah. Like that's that's gaining and that's doing work that you want to do. Because as you build that that trust and you build that um, that you know that clout with them, like you get those opportunities to shine, yeah. you know, and do what you do best. But it only comes if you're giving them the best advice that you can, even if it's not super advantageous for you all the time. See, there you go. There, there you go. go. Imagine that. Be a good person. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Right. <laughs> All that to say, if you are on the opposite end and you're reaching out to artist, photographer, designer, et cetera, et cetera, um, you know, I think if you really, if you're trying to get something that's very much worth your time, a response that is worth your time as a person reaching out to try to figure out to solve these creative problems, give as much input or feed, I'm sorry, information as you can. Yeah to help that person craft the project in their yeah. mind. And, you know, even offer up the opportunity to, to, to do a phone call. Because I think that, you know, like I don't mind asking to jump on the phone, and I know you don't, but I do know that there are creatives that don't know how, like they wonder about towing that line of like, do I ask if we can just jump on a call? No, I'll just respond right. anyway. And, you know, I think from that, you, you might be missing out on some very talented people to do some very incredible things for you. So as the person like, cold calling and reaching out just say hey i have a project for this doing that here's what i have in mind let me know if you can jump on the phone or what it might run me sure. on budget you know what i mean like you can just adding a couple of those little touches yeah. it helps will make will make that email response so much more impactful yeah. to you i just did a job where they i got all of that info and then it was also followed with and we need to match it to the last shoot we did right which is can be a real big kiss of death, meaning we've done this before. This is how we do it. You know, and part of me is like, hey man, I don't mind, I don't mind matching people's work. I'll do it all the time. I, you know, I'm pretty good at it. I can dissect that photo and give you the same damn thing. And um, but there's a reason that you're going to someone else, right? There's a reason that you didn't go back to the photographer who did everything. So understand that the workflow might be different. 
and the pricing might be different and you know everything's going to be different it's not there is no cookie cutter model here of like this is what happens when you shoot uh you know whatever headshots like everybody does it a little bit differently and you know i'm talking obviously from from client side now like you have to be understanding of that you know i have to be understanding that as 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 a client myself like i understand when i hire an agency to help me out or a marketing firm or something like that like it's not going to be like the last person i hired there's going to be variances and fluctuations and and that's part of the reason though that's why you're going to someone else is that you want something different perhaps Mm-hmm. so you know that that that's another huge thing is like even if you've done a million shoots you know if you're a creative director and you've been doing this for 30 years and, and you've done a million shoots understand you you know enough to understand that every shoot is different and that yes there are rules and things that people do but it's gonna you know it's not cookie cutter yeah i, I had a i had a shoot like that a, a year ago or so like where you know it was very much one of these you know, we need someone to come in and do this thing that we've had done a dozen times before. You know, we have like a set of directions for how to light it because it, you know, we it's it was something they had in house. Yeah. So it's like they they do this stuff in house. They have tape marks on the floor ish, <laughs> you know, um, and you're basically coming in to press the button versus somebody yeah. else. And you know, reluctantly, like, oh yeah, sure, I'll take the job. That sounds like a fun a fun day. And it was a great, I mean, I had a great time. Um, I had a good time working with everybody, but there was definitely moments during that process where it was different Mm -hmm. than the person that did it before me, just within process. And and it's like, I remember there being like little, little moments of hesitation. I could hear it in the tone like, oh, we we don't do it that way. It doesn't mean it's better or worse. It's just different. It's like, it's different. And it's, oh, okay, I understand. And so I think, you know, there's, to your point, I think there's a there's probably a little grace that I think needs to go both mm-hmm. ways. You know, if you're if you're the client, have a little bit of grace for your your hired gun, your hired artist for the day, or you know for the project, to do it a little bit to their style and their ability. Yeah. Um, but then you know on the on our end, it's the same thing to be you know patient and knowing that like, you know, if you're coming into to paint by color, you know, or paint by number. Sorry, if you're coming to paint by number, like you know. There is going to be an expectation of how those numbers get right, filled totally. in. So there you have it. That's it. Be good to each other. How's your lesson for the more day? jobs? Yeah. <laughs> Don't piss people off. Speaking of which, speaking of job, <laughs> well, speaking of big things, yes. um, you yes. checked off a a box from your your goal I list did. recently. I did. Didn't even mean um, to. In, <laughs> <laughs> and you just you you just fell into excellence like you did. Yeah, something like that. I uh, I so got a nice email for those that, last week, right? Last there you week. Go. Tell tell everybody in listener. Got an email last week. This is huge. There was a uh, a billboard in Times Square with one of my photos on it. So that was amazing. And then the following morning, that same photo was on the side of the Nasdaq building because that company Ooh. was ringing the opening bell. So they used one of my shots. Which was kind of amazing because we had we did this in an episode a year ago where I was like I want bigger pictures on the sides of buildings. <laughs> yep. So y'all need to start a podcast, say what you want out loud, and it happens apparently. So <laughs> there's like there's a book about this, right? Like some yeah, like you just put it out yep. there and no. Yeah. And here's uh, let me back up real quick though because the most amazing part of this whole story to me is that um and, and you know I, I I will be very upfront I did not get paid for this billboard I did not get paid for this shoot. 
Um, this was not a money-making venture or anything. This was, I got a call from my hair and makeup team um, about two year, a year and a half ago. And they said, hey, there's this woman who has been stricken with this heart disease her entire life. She's got a busted valve and she's had surgeries literally since the day, from the day she was born or whatever. Um, she's, you know, she's had issues and, and she had a valve replacement two years ago and the valve took, it's stuck. It's going to work for the length of time that it should hopefully. And to celebrate this, she wants to do a, a photo shoot and, you know, they were like, would you want to do this? And I was like, of course, sounds amazing. Let's take pictures of her. And, and, and the whole thing was she wanted to show off her scars. She wanted to like, you know, let people know that she's been cut from this place to this place and she's still kicking and life is good and she's going to make it. And so we did, we invested a lot of time um, in the shoot and we did, you know, many hours in the studio and we made some really beautiful pictures. I was really proud of the work. Like, I, I don't think I'd ever really done something like that where it was like, let's just, let's just do it for the good of doing it. Right. Like very rare that that happens. And so, um, yeah, we did the shoot and then like, I think it was maybe like six or eight months later, she had emailed me and was like, Hey, the foundation that did all the support group stuff for me, um, has this contest and they were wondering if, or I was wondering if I could submit this one photo that we did. It really kind of sums up my entire journey. And I was like, yeah, totally go for it. I don't, you know, it's your photo. We made it for you. You, you can do whatever you want with it. And, and then she came back like a week later and she was like, they won't take your photo without a watermark on it. And I was like, well, that's stupid, but I'll put my logo real small on the bottom or something. And I did that. And and then maybe like two or three months later, whatever it was, she was like, oh my God, we won the photo contest. And I was like, well, that's so cool. Uh, what we didn't know is that the contest winners go on a billboard in Times Square a year later. So, boom. so boom. Yeah, boom. it was fun. I haven't gone in to see it yet. I'm dying. Uh, I got to get in the car and drive in because uh, it's up for like a month. It's on the corner of uh, 1500 Broadway, if anybody's there. So, look. so if you live in New York City check it out. Uh, in Manhattan, go there. Yeah. Snap it with your yeah. photo or your phone and slide into DM uh, totally. David's DMs because he needs to see yeah. it. Um, Mar- but like, look at this, two lessons, two big lessons in one podcast, right? right? Like one, treat people well and they'll come back and stay with you. Number two, put good stuff out into the world and- Good stuff will happen. Good, good vibes come back. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 magic. Yeah, it was kind of amazing. I went to go do the, you know, the cliche Instagram posts and, and Facebook and LinkedIn. I told everybody, by the way, because I'm pretty excited about it. So- um, <laughs> As you should Yeah, be. but I, I had this moment where I was like, I went to go like, I was like, oh, what do I say about this? And I was like, God, it's for me, honestly, all of a sudden it became like it was more about the story and how like I didn't know this girl. And then we got together over a photo shoot and did all this, made all these cool pictures. And she broke her comfort zone and I broke mine. And we like we we all built this thing together, the hair and makeup and the, you know, everybody It was just like really cool conglomeration of like lives coming together. And so, um yeah, that's all. It was just it was it was interesting to me. The story to me is more interesting than the fact that the picture is on a billboard right now. <laughs> Process over. Product, there you go. Folks. Like you said, I see? will I will die on this bill <laughs> and I will write a book about it one day when I'm ready to cash in all my photography clout if I ever have any. You have to love the process, yeah. you know, more than the product because if you do, like good only good things come. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the deal. Absolutely. So. So that's it. You know, that's cool. Uh, what else? Another good news. Uh, you and I will be in the same room next week. Yes, this sir. This only happens like once every once a, once year. a year now. Once every <laughs> six months. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we will be in the uh, Hartford, Connecticut area. Yeah, uh, right? Hartford? Waterbury. Yeah, just, just outside of Hartford. Waterbury, Connecticut. Well, yeah, Waterbury, Connecticut. So if you're anywhere near there, give us a shout. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, we'll buy you a beer. We'll be there on mo- Monday? Something like that. I don't even know. There's work through. to be done. Um, should we should we bring a recorder and podcast? We probably should. We should do a remote. Yeah, I feel like that'd be fun. We should do one. For, live from the Waterbury, Connecticut Holiday Inn. It's the Ashton mm. and Dave show. Look at that. Good. All right. I will bring a Zoom with me and we'll... There we go. I'll bring... We'll uh, rip it up. I'll bring myself. Yeah. So how about that? <laughs> next time we're going to... Next episode's going to be from somewhere unique. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Connecticut. Uh, I, just, I just thinking in my head of the, the old Wayne's world where they're like, we're in Delaware. And they're in front of the green screen dancing on Delaware. Welcome to Connecticut, everybody. Yeah, there we go. That's going to do it for us here at Office Hours. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend, share it with your networks. We love extending our, uh, our audience and our listening base. So by all means, if you do enjoy it, give it a share, give it a like. Um, and uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. The Office Hours podcast is mastered in stereo sound by my friend David Patino at the Tannery Studio in Stand Up, New Jersey. And uh, yeah. See you next time. We'll uh, catch you guys soon. <laughs> Peace. Peace.